We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. Dave Krupa had not long relocated to Omaha, Nebraska to start a new job as a manager at an auto repair shop. He was new in town, having recently separated from his long-term spouse, Amy Flora, with whom he had two children. He would turn to internet dating in the hopes of making new connections, seeing this as a step in the right direction. What he didn't realize, however, was that this would put him firmly in the path of a cold-blooded killer. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Horror House. It's Dom. And Amy. And as always, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening or watching. Thank you for supporting. Um, and also take this as your reminder that you are splendid. You are stupendous. You are sexy. Um, and you are just all around amazing. So don't forget that. And remind yourself of that. And we will also do the same as we do every episode. Amy, how are you doing, my lovely? I'm very good, thank you. I'm very disappointed that your final um, descriptive word wasn't also beginning with S. But other than that... It was, it was oh yeah. Awesome, I was about to say, amazing doesn't begin with S. <laughs> but, I was about to say it was, it was sexier than I realized. Oh no, no, I, left, I stopped no, it on amazing. I no, couldn't think of one, I panicked. Well, well it's fine, <laughs> we'll just add it to the very long list of reasons you continue to disappoint me. That was so mean. I'm so sorry. That was really horrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sometimes I can't help it. Sometimes all, like, the inner rage and the inner bile just comes out. But Jesus. I don't mean it at all. You you never disappoint me. Um, But I would have liked that final descriptive word to begin with S if I had to. This, this has been going on for 40-plus episodes, listeners. This is what happens when we record. I just get abused. Yeah, I normally get nice as soon as we hit record. I, it's just abuse, 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 record. Right, and then we change, but today it's spilled Jesus over into the recording, so I'm Christ. sorry. I can't help it. I'm My a very Lord. I'm a very rage filled person. The rage a lot of the rage. A lot of internal <laughs> anger that's been, you know, needing to get out and you just the happen rage. to be on the other end of the camera, so I apologize. But it's also not true, you don't disappoint me in the slightest. I'm glad. Um, Also, disregard. Are you happy now? (laughs) Disregard disregard, um, amazing and, I don't know, um, seriously scrumptious. Oh, God, no, that's terrible. Oh, Oh, God. No, No, it's just stuck with amazing. Now I'm disappointed. Now I'm actually disappointed. Um, Yeah, this is... This is all good. Do you know what I think it is? I think it's because just before we hit record, we were talking about all of the comments that we're getting on our videos at the moment which is great we we love it you know we love a chat we love a good um a good dialogue in the comment section it's really good mm-hmm. um and plus i i love it when people call me clown you know that's fun i like personal criticism do you know what i've always thought when i start a podcast i'll make it about true crime because that way i'll get lots of personal criticism <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> Let, let's do that um so thanks guys appreciate it yeah um hey i mean but we do do this for a living 
So yeah, exactly. It's which is which is amazing. It's incredible, isn't it? It's, inc- um, it's incredible. It's incredible. It's so incredible. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Um, but hey, at least the sorry. That's getting... where all the rage came from. But I'm over it now. It's fine. At least the video is yeah. getting boosted. I guess. Um, but you know, <laughs> hey ho. Yes, we are clowns. But please subscribe. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, obviously, as you know, I've been sitting on this episode for for a, for a little minute. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very excited to talk about it. Um, do you know, I know that you said before we recorded you haven't looked at anything, but nope. does the name Dave Krupa ring a bell at all? No. I, I kind of feel like okay. it should, but no, it doesn't. And I haven't. Again, obviously, I see this Tuesday. Uh, let's start again. I see the teaser Tuesday <laughs> post at the same time as everyone else does. Like we do them for our own episodes, so we don't know who's doing what. And I saw the picture and thought, "Do I know you?" But then I stopped myself <laughs> from doing any further research because I don't want to know. I like it to be a surprise. So no, yeah. I don't think it does. And. A- Okay. Maybe as we progress through the story, I might have a sudden moment where I'm like, oh, we can I remember this, but hopefully that won't happen because I want to learn new things. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> it's it's a, it's a, it's a crazy one. There's twists and turns. Um, this is not your normal stalker story. This is a this is a very um, intriguing, interesting, different stalker episode. Um, Okay. And I, I do want to shout out um, the True Crime Guys podcast because they covered this episode um, and, and this is where I sort of found out about the case and that's when Excuse me. I jumped sorry. to Google and that was I'm disgusting. really sorry. Um, sorry, I've now seen the size of the Red Bull I'm drinking. I'm so, <laughs> I've got no energy. So apologies, that was that's where that came from. I'm really sorry, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I said shout out to True Crime Guys because they covered this and this is where I discovered this and jumped onto Google and, and then I was like, I have to talk about this, especially because if anyone's going to get a kick out of this one, Ames, it's going to be you. You're going to find this, you're, you're, you're going to, yeah, you're going to find this very intriguing, I think. Okay. So, All right. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. <clears throat> I mean, I think so. I hope so. Wonderful. Let's find out. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> So, um, so Dave Krupa would relocate to Omaha, uh, Nebraska in 2012, as I said, after taking a job managing an auto repair shop. Um, he was separated from his longtime partner. I think they were married for over a decade, I want to say, um, with whom he had two children. Um, and obviously this was his first time on his own in quite a while. Um, he would say, quote, I didn't know how to venture back into the dating pool. Um, I felt pretty rusty. So internet dating was the way to go. Um, Creeper would obviously sign up for a few dating websites. And through one of them, he would meet um, a single mother named Shanna Elizabeth uh, Golia, who went by um, the nickname Liz. They would click pretty much right away. Um, and by the fourth date, they were sleeping together. So didn't waste any time, old Dave. Fourth date. Fourth date. 
That's pretty. <laughs> oh, was... wait, I don't want to say that. I don't want to sound slutty, but that's pretty late in the dating game. <laughs> like, I mean, you know. I suppose it. I suppose it. Yeah, I suppose you could say that was. I, I guess it depends on your, you know, quite like your view on it. I've probably just made myself sound like a right spot, but <laughs> you. But for me, it's it's quite um, it's quite late in the dating game. Like I, I would say, I'd say maybe a second date if you like him. It's okay to. I mean, I would agree. that physically. I would agree. Um, but but maybe, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe they were, I don't know, maybe they were playing it set, I don't know, but... Yeah, I mean, who, who knows? I don't know, who knows? Who knows? We don't, we're not here to judge. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so by date four, they were sleeping together. So um, Dave had made it very clear with Liz that he didn't want to get anything uh, get into anything too serious um and he just wanted to casually date just have a bit of fun um and this was an arrangement that liz um for very much fortunately for dave Krupa, said that she was more than happy with and she was happy to do casual dating um so Everyone's yeah, see in this relationship. Get in, like David Krupa. <laughs> he's 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 you have that casual sex. Kinda, you have that casual pussy, my friend. Good work. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> we can't be calling it casual pussy. That's a different thing. Um, that, that implies she's not really there. Um, <laughs> no, that's. I mean, you know, they're two adults. In a mutually beneficial situation, that benefit just happens to be the good puss. And the good puss. The good puss. Exactly. Exactly. Like, casually dating, friends with benefits, that is all okay. Nothing wrong with it. Shouldn't be ashamed of it. We don't even know if it's puss. It might be anal. It's very maybe. early in the recording to be saying maybe. anal. Maybe. Um, they go, maybe they just strictly go backdoor. Who knows? Um... That's casual to me. <laughs> oh my God. Ten minutes into the recording. Yeah. <laughs> I've made some mistakes, but, you know. Oh, dear. Um, so after about six months uh, of the couple casually dating, um, Dave would meet another woman. Um, this would be Carrie Farver, um, another single mother who had bought in her Ford Explorer to his auto repair shop for maintenance. Um, and Dave would be uh, immediately, immediately attracted to her. Um, he would say, quote, when we looked at each other, there was a little spark. She was showing me something inside the vehicle and we're standing there and we're very close and there was some tension. I think like Ooh. from what he, from what he said, it was pretty much like a movie. Like he was sort of, they were both leaning sort of in the car door and you know sort of in a movie like the lock eyes and, and dramatic music plays and it's mm. you know sparks straight away Gag. it was kind of that situation um, from no from i mean I that's lovely that's very nice understand. actually i don't know maybe it's not very nice you know um, um i don't think many people obvious... meet like that do they like that's not a that's not a thing that happens often that you see someone and you you just click with them. Like, I think online dating has kind of taken over in the sense that that's how yeah. people meet now. So it's nice that they met in real life. And uh, we, although I must admit, when you said she brought her car in for maintenance and you said that they looked at each other and there was a spark and I was thinking, was that from the engine or? 
some someone in the background is literally just like sanding a door or something and that's where the sparks are coming from yeah it's just like a you know a soldering iron it wasn't real sparks he just thought it was um but yeah no oh that's it's a very it's very cute very cute story very nice way to yes it is um and obviously you know with liz being fine with casually dating obviously he was talking to other women while he was you know seeing liz um so you know he's yeah he's he's in a good good situation um looking to give out the casual dick in and there's nothing wrong with that he he's an he's all-inclusive casual dick um old dave um you get three meals as well (laughs) (laughs) um so um after coming into Dave's shop for a second time, um, Krupa would eventually ask Father out. Um, and much like with Liz, the two would hit it off right away on their first date. Um, so after dinner, he would invite her back to his flat. Come on in for Krupa. I know, right? A little bit of hot coffee. Um, so Krupa would claim that when things would start to get a little bit heated, um, father would tell him that she didn't want anything serious. And for our boy, Dave, that was a non-issue, uh, quote, I felt like I hit the jackpot. Um, Dave Krupa would later say, my dude is living the dream. He's He is all about the casual puss and that is fine. Um, I feel like I've said that too much now. Like it's become a bit dirty, but uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, well, good for you, Dave. Good for yeah. you. I wonder what date this was. Do you think it was like the third time that they met? I think this was first. So they went back to his the first date apartment after their first date. Oh my god! So I'm I'm acting shocked. <laughs> Definitely done it on the first date. Um, but oh my goodness, first date. Come on, ladies. Scandalous. Scandalous behaviour. Who would do that? That is disgusting behaviour. Who would do that? Um, So just as things were starting to to heat up, starting to get a little spicy, um, Liz would come on by performing the ultimate cock block. Uh, I joke, she just wanted to collect a few things that she had left, but still, impeccable timing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh no that's not good oh, Liz. I mean like he is in a casual relationship so it's not a big deal like like Liz can't be like oh my god what are you doing um, he sounds just, like one of the kinds of guys to... though that would immediately be like so ladies soon as we're all here we're yeah all he was definitely going to angle for a threesome wasn't he, he he's definitely going <laughs> to give it a go like, I would <laughs> So, uh, you know, let's not be angry and let's make love, not war. And just... Let's make love, not war. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh a good God. line, right? I think that would work. Um, yeah, I think... But I'm think guessing that that's not, not what happened. I think that would. Well, as we go on through the episode, you'll, you'll find out. Um, so Dave would explain the situation um, to Carrie. And she understood, but she decided to call it an early night. Um... Liz was buzzed in and Carrie was uh, let out and the two women would pass each other in the corridor. Like ships passing in the night, the two would 
barely acknowledge each other, but it would have long-lasting ramifications for all three of them. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall when Liz and Carrie passed each other in the corridor. Do you think they spoke? I reckon it was I, I don't think a I nod. I don't think they would have said anything. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I've, I get a bit... One of two things happens when I'm feeling awkward. I either go really quiet and get like proper resting bitch face so it's just do not talk to me or I overcompensate and I'm too nice. So I'll start talking and just not shut up. And I don't know what which one I would do in that scenario. Like I'd probably launch into, I don't know, a three-page review of his dick or something. Like it's, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, you know. <laughs> We've obviously got a lot in common, me and you, you know, same guy. No, that, that hey, is true. Be friends? And, and it would just be terrible. So I don't know true. which is worse. That probably <laughs> is bad, isn't it? You shouldn't make friends with the, maybe she, with the other woman. Maybe she complimented um, Carrie's lipstick. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I think I was... we should probably assume they said nothing. That makes more sense. <laughs> That's what normal people would do. Yeah, I, I, I think... I don't think if they said anything, I don't think it was more than maybe a high. Um, and I don't even know if they would said would have said that. I reckon it might have just been a a nod. And then, you know how like when you nod to someone in the street and you do that really awkward smile, I reckon it, it would have been yeah. that. that. That's what I'm thinking. One of those. Hey. One yeah, it's like where you do a sharp intake of breath at the same time. When you're like, when you're just like, like that. Uh, that's what I reckon it would have been. Um, the nod of I, I acknowledge wrong. that we have sucked the same penis. <laughs> Not a nod I do often. They, um, but, they, yeah, they spoke without words. It was all in the nod. Yeah, it's all in the nod. <laughs> it was gave it them was everything the they nod. needed to know about each other. Um, no, that's not a very nice situation to be in. That's a very awkward situation. Yeah. Also, I, I why would you not awkward. just? I suppose you, you kind of have to pass each other at some point, don't you? You can't. You can't really yeah. avoid that. So, yeah. 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 I suppose you can't be like, okay, Liz, wait outside. Like, don't come in the Jump building. Out the window. Carrie, if you go. <laughs> if you could just go, go out the back door. Um, Carrie, you come in the front. <laughs> we'll have like a revolving door of good puss. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, so uh, Dave Kruper was so captivated by Carrie that when she was assigned a major project at her work, um, he had he offered to have her stay with him. Father was a computer programmer, and her office was just around the corner from where Kruper lived, whereas she lived nearly an hour away. Um, in Macedonia, Iowa. Um, on the morning of November the 13th, 2012, Kruper said he got ready for work, kissed Carrie on the way out, and told her that he would see her later on that evening. However, Dave Kruper wouldn't see her later that evening. In fact, he would never see Carrie Farber again, yet he would hear from Carrie Farber very often over the next four years. Dun, dun, dun. Bitch, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is this is mere twist one in the, you know, you know that street in San Francisco where it kind of like does it's, it's I can't remember what it's called Lombard Street where it's essentially like bam 
like switch back after switch back after switch back. Yeah. This is this is this episode. It's got a twist here, and then it's got a twist there, and okay. then it's got a twist there, and then it's got a twist there. Behind me, okay, all right. I mean, I'm I'm buckled in. I'm I'm ready to. I'm already <laughs> confused. I'm already confused, but that's it fine. Will, it will become clear. Do not worry. Okay. Do not okay, worry. Good. Um. So uh, later that same day, um, Dave Creeper would receive a pretty unexpected message from Carrie Barber. Um, she said that she wanted the two to move in together, something that neither of them said that they had wanted, as they were just casually dating. Um, Creeper would message back, declining the offer, stating he wasn't interested due to not wanting anything too serious. And one would think, as Carrie Farber said she wasn't looking for anything serious as well, this would be a non-issue. Well, turns out it was quite an issue, because Dave would receive the response uh, the following response back quote fine i hate you i'm dating someone else i don't want to see you anymore go away dave would say quote i didn't know what to think i was blown away that's quite a change up from being fine <laughs> with a with a casual relationship gal shot to hate pretty quick like oh i want to live with you oh no wait i hate you sorry it within like two times I, <laughs> I know right that's- um, oh, I'm confused. You're, I'm gonna, you're gonna say that quite a bit for, okay, for a little while. I'll get longer, it all I out think. now. Just assume until further notice <laughs> that I'm confused, listeners, because I am. It's a fair assumption. I mean, we're both, we both live our lives confused, so well, I, I don't yeah, think that's too true. much of a shock. Um, I'm, I'm so in far, territory. <laughs> um, so. Obviously, Father was gone when Dave Cooper returned home later that night. Um, two days later, his phone would start lighting up with messages um, in which Father said, um, in part, quote, I hate you. You've ruined my life. You're a terrible person. Quite the 180 from Carrie yeah. Father there. Uh, Carrie, who was diagnosed with depression and bipolar disorder in her 20s, um, would also begin sending weird messages to her family and friends. Um, around the same time. Uh, She informed her mother that she had relocated to Kansas for a new job and would not return um, her phone calls. She also missed a number of crucial family events over the course of several weeks, including her son's birthday and her own father's funeral. Um, Meanwhile, Krupa claims that father continued to send him hundreds of harassing text messages and emails. Um... One of them said, quote, I will do what I can to make you suffer. Um, and another said, quote, we belong together, Dave. That's not creepy. <laughs> we belong together, Dave. <laughs> we belong together, Dave, but also I'm going to make your life hell. <laughs> you know, know, we need to be together for me to do that. So if you wouldn't mind, that would be great. That's, that's yeah. weird. I mean, I, wouldn't I, mind. I think I know where it's going. We won't acknowledge it yet. I think I know where it's going, but okay, very weird yeah, and definitely. No, I'm not going to say anything. Do that, um, but <laughs> definitely weird behaviour and definitely not unsuspicious. No, very not unsuspicious. Um, great, so great grammar there. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> very not unsuspicious. Very not unsuspicious. 
This is why I don't have a degree in English. That's why I have a degree in film, radio, and television. Um, he. All right, Cheryl. <laughs> I mean, you've got a master's degree. If anyone's showing off, it's definitely mm-hmm. not me. I mean, I, I literally <laughs> didn't even say it. You said it, but that's cool. Um, yeah. Well, it was fucking weird now, wasn't it? Like, it's just out there. Thanks. <laughs> I wasn't going to mention it. <laughs> um, he claimed that most of the messages were about Liz, um, who ran into father in Krupa's apartment block hallway. And like I said, it wasn't just Dave. Um, it was also Liz who would receive um, threatening and harassing messages as well. Um, Krupa claimed that Golia called him on one occasion and informed him that her garage had been vandalized. Um, quote, Upon, upon putting into the garage, she found that someone had written, quote, whore from Dave on the inside in spray paint, um, Krupa said. He's... Don't know why that made me laugh. Sorry. Um, I, yeah. I, I can see that I see that Carrie's going the, sub, the subtle crazy stalker yeah. method. Yeah, that is you know, super subtle. Very inconspicuous. No one's going to know <laughs> who that message is from. Um also all i could think of when you said whore from dave over here americans if you're not familiar with this it might be in america as well actually dave is a tv channel that shows a lot of like reruns of game shows and like old tv shows so when you said whore from dave i was like is that a new show (laughs) (laughs) i'm watching i can't wait it sounds good I completely forgot that Dave was a channel when yeah. I was writing this up. Yeah, yeah. I'm That's all sure... I heard. When you said it, I was like, is it a rerun? Is it a new show? Like, <laughs> new TV series on Dave. Yeah, can't wait. Whore. <laughs> uh, to be fair, if you saw that there was a program called Whore on Dave, you would watch it. Yeah. I would. would, to be fair. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, I mean, it works for like a million pornos, so no, why not a show on Dave? That is very true. So uh, the harassment that Dave would receive um, would escalate to the point that he was certain that someone was watching him. Um, And that would be actually very accurate um, because, uh, quote, on one specific occasion, I was sitting in my lazy boy with my feet up watching TV, trying to relax. And it's nighttime and I get a text saying, quote, I see you, you're you're sitting in your chair with your feet propped up wearing a blue shirt. And all of those things were true he told ABC News. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it's oh also guessable. My... I mean, it is also. It is, I suppose. But how would she, I suppose. To be fair, if someone messaged me at 7 o'clock on like a Tuesday night and went, Amy, you're sitting on your sofa, you're watching TV and you're wearing black, there's a very high percentage chance that you're going to be correct. Number one, I always wear black. Number two, I pretty much always sit on my sofa in the evenings. Number two, I'm always got the telly on, even if I'm not watching it. True. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. True. Um, well, on the back of that, he would also receive um, very non-creepy messages, such as, quote, my favourite thing is to stand outside and stare at you. So, yeah, she probably was <laughs> just staring yeah, right, at him. Yeah, can't, can't, can't really get around that one. <laughs> no. Um, get a hobby, I which, reckon. You know, that sounds boring as fuck. Really nice message to her. A really nice, really nice message to receive from someone who you haven't seen <laughs> in a long time. Um, but hey ho, maybe she just really missed him. 
um, yeah. but didn't like want like to go and talk you know, to him. Loads of people watch Big Brother. Maybe <laughs> she just enjoyed watching him specifically. Maybe. Like the Truman Show. <laughs> she had like her own personal version of the Truman Show. Oh, Dave's in his lazy boy again. Oh, thrilling. <laughs> um... <laughs> Wearing blue again. Yeah. Uh, so obviously Dave and Liz were still seeing each other casually while this was going on. Um, and they would often both receive harassing messages while they were sitting together on the couch. Um, and even now, Dave still has a buttload of unopened emails from Carrie, the majority of which calling call Liz a whore. Um, and he probably just got tired of opening them, to be honest. Probably got to the point where it was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, another email from, oh, it's just calling Liz a whore. <laughs> oh, God. I don't want to watch a show, Dave. <laughs> the harassment did continue to escalate um and it it went beyond messages and and emails um and it went to Carrie threatening to kill Liz and sending Dave a, Dave a photo of a woman tied up in the boot of a car um so that ramped up quite a bit <laughs> um okay i mean there's Usually some steps in the middle. Yeah. You know, you don't yeah. go straight from one to ten, but that's fine. You know, yeah, that's that, the way that... you want to play it. <laughs> yeah. Go for it, love. What the fuck? She, she decided, you know what? I'm skipping step two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and I'm just going to straight to step nine. Straight to step nine. That, that's, uh, Why that's, not? What she, that's what she was thinking. <laughs> yeah. I've, I, I don't know why I'm trying to understand the mind of a stalker. <laughs> She's clearly not okay, but yeah. I mean, it's not how I would have done it, and take that as you will. But I wouldn't have done it personally quite that quickly. I would have escalated slowly. Yeah. I suppose you you don't sort of go from, like, um, quite, you know, standard messages, emails, then to (laughs) tying someone up in a car. Kidnapped a bitch. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Sending a photo. um, it's a bit that's, much. That's it's a, a bit, bit extreme. Obviously, understandably concerned at this point, he would call Liz to make sure that she was okay. Um, unfortunately, she was fine, and she was not the woman in the photo. Um, well, I also just want to reiterate that this does go on for many years, um, like to the point that his phone would be lit up every day to the point he couldn't even use it because it would just get spammed with emails and text messages all day, nonstop. Um, and Who has time for that? Like, I, mean, I can barely respond yeah. to the messages that I do get, and they're not from stalkers. Yeah. How does someone have that much time <laughs> to just constantly message someone and call someone? Just, it's does crazy, Does she not work? Does she not have a real job? I mean, what? Ugh. I, I just, don't. Even, apparently, the most stressful part of this case for me is the time management aspect. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's stressing me out just thinking about it. Also, the, <laughs> I, I kind of feel bad for laughing, but it's also kind of funny. Um, so for for a few years, I think, um, Dave would would drive around town um, with with the following quote, keyed, just want to re- keyed into the car- side of his car, not sprayed or like keyed. Quote: Dave loves fat whores. 
<laughs> I feel so bad for laughing, but I, I just... Oh, oh the, God, that's the best quote I've ever had. It's... I think that might be my favourite quote ever on Horror House that we've done. It's the fact that for, like, two years or, or you know, a few years... Like, let's not forget, he manages an auto repair shop, so... At not not at one point yeah. was he like, I'm gonna go and fix this. For two for like a few years he just drove around with I Do love fat wars keyed into the side of his car. Like the, the verbiage I do not yeah. support, but there is another there is absolutely nothing wrong with loving a curvy lady. That's no. not a problem. So maybe absolutely he was just not. like, Do you know what? Yeah, a damn straight. But yeah, the wording isn't, you know, isn't ideal. I just... I just think it's crazy that like he was just like you know what, ah, uh. <laughs> it adds character. Out. Let's just keep it. Um, yeah, but no, that was that was fantastic. Like we've had some great quotes oh. across all of our episodes, but quote Dave loves fat whores is definitely my favorite. Yeah. Um, also, I, I, just in case like people uh, say leave a comment or whatever. I'm not laughing at the fact that this man is is getting stalked. I'm just laughing at the fact that he had this keyed in his car and at no point did he was like, I'm going to replace yeah. the panel. I'm going to do something. He just drove around with it. He was entirely yeah. not fussed. Um, when when you work so... for an aura repair shop as well, like part yeah. of me thinks he must have wanted to keep it for a little while to actively not do it. Yeah. Um, but hey-ho. Um, so in August 2013, Golia's house would catch fire, killing her family pets, including two dogs, a cat and a snake. Um, fire investigators did believe um, it was arson, with Liz obviously believing that Carrie was the one um, was the one to blame. Um, oh, the well, harassment. Sad. Of, <laughs> yeah, that, all, that all was, the fat whole funny's gone now. Was, now pets yeah. have died. That's not nice. No. Um, it's and it's never, it's never nice. Um, when you know, in cases we talk about pets or just death in general, whether it's pets, whether it's humans, well, um, obviously, you know, and and obviously, you know, we've laughed at some of the stuff, but yeah, when when you start um, setting people's houses on fire and killing their pets, um, yeah, too that's, far. That's a bit too, too far. far. Um. However, the harassment of Dave uh, would continue. Um, Krupa's auto repair shop um, was vandalized at one point. Um, he was in his flat with his high school friend, Heather um, Toot, 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 Teet, or something. I don't know. T-W-E-T-W-E-D-T. I don't know how that's pronounced. Twit? Twit? I don't Tweet. Let's just go Tweet. with it. <laughs> Something. Tweet? Tweet? Um, I don't know, but I honestly don't know. <laughs> uh, so they were in his flat um, when Heather said that she saw his cell phone blow up with texts and afterwards heard someone jiggling the front door handle. Um, Heather even claimed that a brick was hurled through the window while they were in bed that night. Oh, so. Weird bricks now are just casually being lobbed into her into his flat not not doing much to avoid capture like that is you know you're right on the doorstep you're not doing this from afar that is you know up close and personal stalking 
Nurse. That's the yeah. word. You know what I mean. <laughs> so even though it had been two and a half years since anyone had seen Carrie Father, um, the harassment obviously persisted still. Um, detectives Ryan Avis and Jim Dossey of the Potter... Fucking out. Uh, Potter Watame, Potter Watami, um, County Sheriff's sure. Office in Council Bluffs, Iowa, would take on the case in 2015. Uh, the police were aware of father's bipolar disorder, but they did not believe that this was related to her disappearance. Um, Avis found it was um, suspicious that there had been no activity in her checking account throughout her absence. Um, Dotty stated that the most striking aspect for him was um, Liz, who he stated had never been involved in father's life before she went missing, but now looks to be the main focus of her harassment campaign. Um, the only forms of communication anyone had received from father was electronic. Um, so Dotty and um, Abbas um, sought assistance from Anthony Carver, a digital forensics administrator, at the county sheriff's office. Uh, Creeper and Golia would both agree in 2013 to have the contents of their phones downloaded um, for the original set of investigators. Uh, this information was contained in the original case file and Carver would begin to start connecting the dots. Um, and it would soon become quite clear that Carrie Farver was not behind the constant harassment that Dave Creeper had been experiencing for years. Indeed, it was somebody else. And on that note, I think that's time. Good, to a good time for a quick commercial break. Amy, what do you think? Yes, <laughs> I'm going to spend the break redeveloping <laughs> my theories <laughs> because I had one and then it got blew out of the water. So now I don't know. Um, so I'm going to go back to the drawing board. I'm going to get my, my murder wall and my red string and I'll yeah, be back with get you. Yeah, get your twine. <laughs> yeah. That's what's going to happen now. Um, and have a wee, probably, because, you know, I've got a small bladder. That's unrelated. Yes. On that note, uh, we shall see you back here in just a few moments. Hi, creeps and freaks. Creepies and freakies. I'm Michelle. And I'm Courtney. And we are in the nick of crime. We come to you weekly with true crime, some spook spooks, and a little bit of comedy. We focus on being a voice for victims, but we also like to rake the offenders through the coals. We can never really seem to take ourselves too seriously, but we do hope you'll join us. So keep it creepy and stay freaky, and we will see you next Tuesday. Bye! Hey creepy people! This is PNW Haunts and Homicides. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Cassie. Together, we explore stories of the paranormal and true crime throughout the Pacific Northwest. For each episode, we do a tarot reading to help us gain some insight on the topic as we share the facts of the case and our interpretations. You can find our episodes featuring true stories from infamous cases such as the misdeeds of Boeing, as well as lesser known true crime cases like the murders in Tunnel 13 as well as our spooky stories from Pike Place and Raven's Manor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you'd like to listen. Have, Have a, a creepy-ass day. Welcome back to this just insane, insane case. Um, how are you finding it so far, Ames? I know that I 
gassed it up for for a while um yeah am i doing it justice i totally get why i'm like i'm a little bit obsessed now <laughs> i think it's got right. the right level of you Madness. know there's there's gonna be some crime there's some gossip there's like a love yeah. triangle it's literally a soap opera and i think that's why i like it um yeah, i do have it's... i have my theories i've got my theories i'm okay. not gonna delve yeah. into them because i don't want like a tit when they all turn out to be wrong but i've got my theories <laughs> yeah yeah it's yeah like you say it's got all the makings of a of a just a tv drama um there, there is everything going on um also to clarify one of for the, the comments wild... i don't mean it's great that it happened obviously it's terrible that it happened and it's really bad and i'm sure someone's gonna die and that's obviously really bad as well but in terms of the storytelling and for the purposes of entertainment which by the way is what we do here <laughs> um <laughs> this is good and i'm enjoying it so thank you it's one of the more wilder wilder cases that we've covered um i would say so definitely without further ado let's pick up where we left off um and that was anthony carver doing some dot connecting um and he has the contents from both the phones and the dots are indeed being connected um quote we knew these messages don't seem to be really coming from carrie father um carver would say carrie or the imposter who was pretending to be carrie sent dave about 15,000 emails over a three-year span, um, and it might have been upwards of 25,000 or 50,000 texts in total. That's that's big numbers. That's a lot. <laughs> I feel like I was right to be questioning the time management. I feel like a human couldn't possibly do that. And this is why... Yeah. This is why time management yeah. is important, people. Because not only does it mean that you're less stressed, it also means that you don't get caught out for being a twat. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was right to question it. Okay, sorry. I'm going to calm down because I'm very excited. But please do continue. Um, in Liz's phone dump, uh, investigators um, discovered a snapshot of Father's Ford Explorer, um, which included information... Um, indicating that the photo was taken around a month before police would retrieve the car. Um, the detectives also discovered a photo of a bound woman that had been emailed to Krupa and verified it had been taken on one Liz Gollier's phone. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> they also discovered the video of someone walking outside Krupa's residence. Uh, it was uploaded to YouTube under Father's name. I don't know why you would upload that to YouTube, but okay. Um, but it was linked to an IP address. And guess whose um, home that was associated with, Amy? Gollier's. Yes, it was. Gollier's. I am so proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I'm, like, I'm really happy. I, I feel like the listeners are now confused. So yeah, probably should fill them in. We should you. probably fill them in. Dom, please repeat to the listeners what I told you my theory was in the break. You theorised that it was indeed Liz, um, who was essentially sending emails and texts to herself, um, pretending to be Carrie, um, maybe in a way to to be like, 
I, you know, get sympathy from people being like, oh my God, this must be so awful for you. And you're getting all of these texts and emails. That was essentially the crutch of, of what Amy said. And her theory turned out to be pretty on point. <laughs> I thank you. This is why I'm here. I'm here all week. Honestly, um, I, I feel like the, the police need to start calling us in on cases. Yeah. Because we've, yeah. at this point, we have heard it all. <laughs> we so. Have. <laughs> if they're short on suspects, they just need to get us in, give us the evidence, and give me 10 minutes to make up some bullshit. And I promise you, sometimes some of that bullshit is bang on. In this case, bang on. I'm so yeah. pleased with myself. Can you tell yeah. I'm feeling really smug now? Yeah. I'm curious, when did you get the idea in your head that this was um, Liz? As soon as I crossed paths in the hallway. Okay. I had a feeling when I was typing this up that you would get that vibe quite quick yeah. that something wasn't adding up um yeah so. i had a feeling as soon as they crossed paths in the hallway i had a feeling that one of them was going to be enough of a vengeful bitch that she would do this and it was just working out which one was gonna well disappear basically yeah yeah. Um, and yeah, it it turned out that it was Carrie that disappeared. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that was when I had an inkling. Okay. Um, well, that hunch was 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 pretty pretty goddamn accurate. It was living in Notre Dame. It was that much <laughs> of a hunch? Oh, oh no! Um, name. I'm sorry. That was terrible. <laughs> um. So. I, this isn't really a spoiler anymore because I think people have caught on at this point. Um, but in what is a pretty ballsy move on Liz's part, um, she would walk into the Potawatami. I still think I'm pronounced that wrong, but we'll go with it. Um, County Sheriff's Office on December the 4th, 2015. Uh, obviously, uh, Avis and Dottie were quite surprised to see her saunter in. Um, and discovered that she was there to file a harassment complaint against, of all people, Dave Krupa's ex-girlfriend, Amy Flora. Wait, what? Yeah. Okay. No, don't drag her into it. She's the, not done anything. The, Christ. You're just making it more complicated, love. <laughs> the twists are still a are coming. Um, oh, God. So after um, Godia left, Avis... Avis, I, I, no, I keep, I've, I've said Avis and Avis. I've gone between the two. I've just noticed. It's okay. So I, I might have. One. Well, we'll go with Avis. Um, Avis drove over to her house um, to interview um, Liz, pretending it was about her complaint. Um, Liz would tell Avis that she now believed it was Amy Flora, not Carrie Farber, who had been sending her frightening messages this this entire time. Um, you know, the, you know, the woman who is busy raising two herself. Yeah. Um, and, and the woman who is raising two kids also has time to vandalize Krupa's business, stand outside his house, yeah. commit arson. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, of course. You know, Makes and not, sense. not only that, I'm pretty sure that after a, around a decade together, Dave and Amy had a very clear conversation of this is done. I don't think Amy's going to be like trying yeah, to I think, get him think back like doing some crazy shit um yeah but 
but that that's this was what you know liz was adamant it was it was all amy flora um yeah nice try um, liz nice yeah yeah good good story um the investigator obviously requested that he download the contents of her phone so that messages could be reviewed um and Golia would sign and return the consent form um saying that she was she was cool with it obviously avis would be taken aback and claim that he couldn't quite believe that she did agree as access to all of the information on her phone is quite a critical part of the inquiry um so she's she's not particularly smart i don't think she's not a smart criminal no everyone knows you gotta have a burner <laughs> right um it's also worth noting during their conversation um that ava said golia mentioned that she knew krupa's gun uh, which she correctly identified as a nine millimeter smith and western was missing and thought flora had stolen it and why do I say that that is worth noting, Amy and listeners? Well, that's because Golio would contact 911 the next day claiming that she was shot in the leg while strolling alone at night in Council Bluffs Big Lake Park. No. According to investigators, Golia initially claimed that she didn't know who the culprit was, but subsequently stated that it must have been Amy Flora who shot her. <laughs> you are not about to tell me the bitch who shot herself. Um... I mean, all I'm saying is that she knew Dave's gun was missing and 24 hours later she gets shot. But I'm not saying. It is but, ballsy. You know. I'll give her that. It's a ballsy move. <laughs> if it had worked, then yeah, you know, that is, that's bold. But, <laughs> but just give up. <laughs> like, is he worth it? No man is worth it. Ladies, Ugh. no man is worth it. No woman is worth it. No person is worth it. Yeah. Don't bother. Yeah. Don't fucking shoot yourself. If at any point in your life you are stalking a man or a woman or a human or a lamppost, I don't know how people's minds work, oh, but if you are stalking any of those things and you have a gun to yourself thinking, this will further my aims in this relationship, step back, look at yourself. And just make better decisions because I can guarantee that pulling the trigger is the wrong one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's life advice I didn't think I'd be giving <clears throat> during this episode, but apparently it's needed. Also, I love um, like, you know, you're still kind of lamppost and then you go, go, go to see it one day and you're like, oh, this is fucking moved. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I realised after I said lamppost that that might be a bit pointless. <laughs> but again, you, know, you don't know. We're living Where's in a she... world where a woman's just shot herself yeah, to convince true. people that she's not stalking herself. So that is true. Stalking is a lamppost really ain't you know outside of the realms of possibility here. You're not John. <laughs> where is he gone? Ah. <laughs> oh, he's just got... move. That does happen. He's just gone down the street, love. It's fine. <laughs> um. So after the second download of information, uh, Carver would begin sorting through um the the information on Golia's cell phone he learned that Golia had created quote upwards of 20 to 30 fake email addresses all of which had a version of Carrie Father's name um additionally uh, Carver found that Golia was using an app that let her schedule future messages this clarified where both of their phones Dave and Liz's phone would be spammed with messages while she was sitting on the couch with Creeper um 
Carver calculated that Golia must have impersonated Father for, get this, Amy, between 50, uh, 40 and 50 hours a week. Um, so I, That's I a don't know. Job. That is a full-time job, which leads me to be, believe, like, was she working? Because how, how did she find she time to work been. like a 48-hour job, but also impersonate someone else? For 40 to 50 hours a week that's did she not sleep I, she kind I, of slept yeah i it's, mean the time, <laughs> i'm gonna come back to it the time management is impressive the time um, management is impressive as someone that schedules posts um you know that's hard enough to work out as it is and i do like three a week Fifteen thousand is yeah. <laughs> you know that's other level i'm yeah. kind of getting a level of respect for her but also come <laughs> on come on yeah. Um, so Dave, Dave, Dave Gruber must have been so fucking good in bed. He must in, have been like incredible <laughs> for it to make all of this worth it. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Um, pretty insane. And it, and it also, you know, just goes to show um, and just goes to highlight if you delete something off your phone, it's not really deleted because these people will find it. Um, so remember that <laughs> PSA, um, but yeah, f- between 40 and 50 hours a week impersonating someone else is insane. The commitment is, I kind of respect it Off in chain. a way. Um, but you know, this <laughs> is madness. Um, so eventually Obviously, investigators would soon devise a plan to arrest Shanna Elizabeth Gollier. They were going to tell Liz that they believed her story that Flora had shot her and wanted Liz's help to get Flora to incriminate herself. The police knew, obviously, that Amy had nothing to do with Father's disappearance or the threatening messages that had been delivered, um, but their strategy did end up being successful. They claimed that Gollier created uh, the email she claimed to be from Flora almost immediately. Um, he and Avis uh, persisted in getting Golia to question Flora, who they obviously knew to be Golia, about the circumstances surrounding Father's passing. And Golia did just that a few days later. Uh, they stated that she forwarded an email to them purporting to be from Flora, in which Flora claimed to have stabbed Father three to four times before stuffing her body into a rubbish bag. Um, Detective Schneider of the Omaha Police Department took Liz in for interrogation and presented her with the data Dottie, Abbas and Carver had obtained, including the images on her phone, the IP addresses that could be traced back to her home, and the emails from Flora that contained her confession. Um, Golia asserted that she didn't have internet access and denied knowing anything, Um However, Dottie and Avis had obtained a search warrant for her apartment um, while she was being questioned. Uh, uh-oh, Liz, is yeah. is what's going to be coming up because during said search, they, they discovered several of Carrie's belongings, including a camcorder and a digital camera they thought Golia had taken from Father's house. They also discovered footage of Father discussing how her car had been vandalized on the camcorder and it was timestamped time two days before she disappeared. Um, and with that, Liz 
would be detained and charged with first-degree murder on December the 22nd, 2016, four years after Carrie had vanished. And obviously, it was at this point that Dave Creeper realised the person that he had been seeing on a casual basis for four years was actually the person that had been harassing and stalking him. And just a reminder, it was Liz that burnt down her own house and killed her own pets and shot herself in the leg. Carrie had been dead the entire time. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about the pets. What a fucking psycho. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was so distracted by the fact that she'd shot herself. I didn't even think about her killing her own pets and burning down her own house. Oh, right. my God. There is not... Okay, I'm just going to say this. There is not a man on this planet, and I include my own father in that, that I would kill my dog for. <laughs> I mean, fair. Fair. And, and to be honest, I don't think my dad would be that surprised. If I had no. a gun with one bullet in it, and there was a man with a gun to my head with one bullet in it, saying, you've got to kill your dad or your dog, my dad is fully aware of the fact that I'd shoot him. Fair. So what the hell is Dave Cooper doing to make this woman so in love with him? I don't know. She just maybe she's just a psycho at this point. <laughs> like Dave might have just been a normal guy. Liz is just a bit of a fucking. Is she just in too deep? Nutcase. Like, I I don't know. Probably. There's there was genuinely a point where this woman was like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna torch my flat now. This is the next step in the plan." And then another point where she was like, I'm "Gonna shoot myself. This is, you yeah, know, step ten or whatever." Like this is this is how. Yeah. What was the goal? What was the end goal? Like I, I, to move in with him? I don't know. I don't know. And obviously, like I don't know. Obviously, I'm like so confused. Like none of this is going to make Dave be like, "Oh, Liz, oh, let's get together. Oh, you're you're meant yeah. for me." Like, I don't I, I, just, I don't know. I just don't um, and obviously, like so much has happened. Um, but for me, just just being willing to kill your own pets by torching your own house is insane to me. Nope. Absolutely no. Absolutely insane. No. Um, For what? For what? Yeah. Like, you're... Yeah. You're already seeing him regularly. Like, you're already in... All right, maybe not in a relationship with him, but you're, you have a relationship with him. Like, you know, you're having regular sex and, you know, there's a connection there, clearly. That might have developed into something more at a later point when he was ready for it. Why is that not enough? Like this is yeah. what I mean. What what was the goal? At what point would she have been like, "Think I can stop, you know, harassing myself now"? Yeah, I've I've achieved what I wanted to achieve. What what was that point? Marriage? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Crazy. And that's the thing. Like this whole sort of this all this all stemmed from from Dave. Obviously, telling Carrie, who we thought he was talking to at the time, which turned out yeah. to be Liz, um, telling Liz that he didn't want anything serious. Like, this is all this stemmed from was Dave being like, I just want casual. That's all I want. I'm not interested in. But then he said that serious. to Carrie, not to Liz, right? Or did he say it to both of them? He said it to both of them. But then, you know, when Carrie sent him the message being like, let's move in together. Oh, he said he wanted. He said casual. he wanted casual, yeah. and I think at that point, it was already Liz who was impersonating Carrie. But that's that, even that logic's flawed because he was saying, "No, I just want casual to Carrie, not to yeah. her." If if she'd have said, "Let's move in together," the answer—I mean, let's be honest—it probably wouldn't have been. 
but it might have yeah. been different. <laughs> he might have said, oh, yeah, no, you know, I'm ready for this with you, whatever. She doesn't know that. So yeah. all of this is based off the assumption that he wouldn't want to move in with her. Yeah, pretty much. And she, and at this point, I think it's fair to say that, like, Liz Gaudier is just fucking insane. Um, she must be. Like, she's just fucking batshit. Or I um, go back to my earlier theory that that's some good dick. Like, we yeah, all go a bit maybe. crazy for good dick sometimes, but not this <laughs> <Maybe>. crazy. <laughs> there's crazy and then there's this. <laughs> yeah, there's torching your own apartment and shooting yourself crazy, and that's a line that I don't think many of us cross. No. Um, so, uh, James Martin Davis, um, who was, uh, Golia's attorney asked for a bench trial rather than a jury trial, um, which would have resulted in a judge's decision, obviously. Um, uh, he would say, quote, not only was there no body, there was no crime scene, there was no murder weapon, there was no proof that she even died. Um, so in 2017, a few months before the trial was scheduled to start, Dave Cooper would Dave Cooper would realize that he had a tablet in storage and gave it to the detectives. Um, a micro SD card that had been in Gaudia's phone around the time of the murder was also found on the tablet by Carver. He was able to recover every single one of the thousands of destroyed photographs from said SD card. And I know I said it earlier, but there's a little lesson: just because you delete a photo from your camera roll, doesn't mean that the right people would be able to find it you know that that person the right person oh, will yeah. be able to find that ass boob straight up nude that you think you wiped off your phone you nasties yeah this <laughs> is why i just send all of mine to my whole email address book because eventually they're gonna come out anyway <laughs> <laughs> so um quite carver would say quote i came to a photo that no home no one had seen before um, I wasn't sure what I was looking at at first, but it turned out to be a human foot with a tattoo. And the tattoo was of the Chinese symbol for the word mother. And it just so happened that that was a perfect match to a tattoo that Carrie Farber had on her foot. Um, Golia was portrayed by the prosecution, um, by the prosecution's uh, Brenda Beadle, as a, quote, diabolical and cruel woman who had killed father before viciously harassing others for years. Um, Golia's defense attorney contended that all of the state's evidence was circumstantial, that Golia had once been thought of as a victim and that father's body hadn't been discovered. However, that defense was um, just, it didn't matter really because Liz would end up being given a lifetime in prison in 2017 um, after Judge Timothy Burns would find her guilty of first-degree murder and second-degree arson. Um, Shanna Gollier was sent to the Nebraska Correctional Center for Women, and as, it's, as is the case so often, um, she still maintains her innocence and claims that father's real killer is still out there. Um, you know, it was his ex-partner Amy, of course, we all of know course, that. yeah. <laughs> it was, it That's was... the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, or, or maybe, maybe it was, you know, that bushy-haired stranger that said, you know, di that shot Diane Downs and her kids, who was definitely real. Oh yeah, yeah, that exists. guy was real. He's still yeah. Maybe knows. it's maybe, maybe it's they're him. all connected. Maybe, yeah, maybe he killed Carrie. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> 
Maybe one oh, day I'll impress, dear. like, my entire wardrobe with pink. Like, that might happen. <laughs> it's fucking unlikely. But it might happen. I just... Um, that, yeah. I, I don't know. I, just, I don't know. And obviously, like, we cover plenty of cases where people deny that they, they're guilty. Um, but I don't know how in, like, after all of this evidence... I don't know how you can be like, yeah, that wasn't me. Yeah, no, that is stupid. <laughs> like she's, it's it's a strange one, isn't it? Because she's insane. she's incredibly clever in a lot of ways. Like thinking about scheduling the messages, thinking about you know, <sighs> I'm not saying it's a good idea, obviously, but even to come up with the idea to harass yourself and to do those yeah. things to yourself, you know, your initial thought as a your normal human being is. Well, no one's going to do that to themselves. Like, there's absolutely no way that you're going to burn down yeah. your own house or you're going to shoot yourself. So it must be someone else. So to even come up with that is in some ways smart. But there were so many things that she just didn't do. Yeah, yeah. That were so stupid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, you don't, you don't need to be. I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm desensitized. I obviously we do this. I watch a lot of crime documentaries. I'm into true crime. It's it's pretty much my life at this point. Maybe I am a bit desensitized to these things. But to me, I know roughly how to delete a digital footprint. I, I know how to cover my tracks. Um, I know that you would need a burner phone. I need know that you would need to use a VPN or change your IP address or use a stranger's computer even to make sure that you weren't connected to some of the things that were being sent. But even with quite an in-depth knowledge, I still don't trust that I'd do it right to not get caught. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. I joke a lot that I could get away with murder, but I could I, yeah. I definitely could <clears throat> And that's... She must have had... To think of those things in the first place, she must have had a base level of knowledge as well. So to not have a burner phone, at least, is just stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's um, very Yeah, very confusing. Yeah, and you know, like you said, she in in some ways she's quite clever, you know, scheduling emails and the texts yeah. and um all of that stuff, but she's so fucking stupid in other ways. If you're not clever enough to do everything properly, then maybe don't just maybe, maybe just, just don't because Stop, yeah. There must have been so many points where she could have stopped. You know, like if she wanted to kind of nudge him in the right direction in terms of getting in a relationship with her, then I understand sort of why she would want to discredit Carrie. Mm -hmm. But all that would have taken, like realistically, don't kill her. Obviously, I feel like that goes without saying, don't kill her. But send a text to him saying fuck you i hate you basically what she did and then get his phone and send a text to her saying fuck you i hate you those two now assume that the other one hates each other and you're in yeah if then maybe you know do a little bit of harassment from carrie make sure that he really doesn't want to speak to her and make sure that you seem like the better option yeah and then stop just yeah. just don't do anything else. You don't need to burn down your flat. You don't need to kill your <laughs> yeah. pets. And you sure as hell yeah. don't need to shoot yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. also, I appreciate that I've just made myself sound like a fucking psycho. 
I wouldn't do any of this, but I can see how, you know, you could do it without having to kill anyone. Yeah, you, yeah, you could. You know, it's this is just obsession on, you know, a completely different level. You know, this is a obsession that just goes beyond obsession. <laughs> like, I don't it's, know what too, is beyond too obsession. Far. But too far, Liz. Just, too far. Yeah, too far. Uh, Dave Kruper um, would go on um, the Strictly Stalking podcast in 2021 and obviously talk about this case and, and talk about the emails and, and the harassment and all of that stuff. Um, and he would say on the podcast, quote, I don't think it even sunk in when I heard her pronounce guilty. Uh, it was surreal. If I read this book, I, would, I wouldn't have believed it. And that was the case of... I don't know what you would call it, the stalking of Dave Kruper, the murder of Carrie Farver. The, yeah. The, I don't, yeah. The case of Dave Kruper and Carrie Farver and Liz Gollier. That, that was this case. Um, yeah. What do you think, Amy? <laughs> How did you find that? I have a lot of emotions. <laughs> it, it is definitely a very interesting... Um, quite a unique case. I don't think we'll get many that reflect yeah. this one too much. I'm to be honest, my overall emotion is that I feel quite smug because boom, I got her. <laughs> um and I felt it was like really important for you to say it because, you know, otherwise people are just gonna be like, oh yeah, Amy said she understood it, but she definitely didn't. But actually in the break, I fully did have a fucking sussed. Yeah. Um, you have to, you know, think like a psycho to understand a psycho. Um, but to be a, I, I, to I think, think like for a me, psycho, you have to be yeah, a psycho. It takes one to know one. Um, <laughs> but I think for me, the, the overarching question will always be, why? Like, why him? Why was he I, so I so special? Like, maybe I don't know. You could argue, Amy, you've never been properly in love if you don't understand why. And and maybe that's true. I don't think it is, but maybe that's true. But I just don't think there's a point where I could do myself that much harm mm -hmm. in order to gain the favour of another human being. It, yeah. it just That's the yeah. part that I just can't quite... I guess maybe it relates back to motive. I just don't fully understand the motive to do all this. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's a bizarre case. Um, you know, it, there's so many questions of why she, she did what she did. Yeah. Um, what was so special about Dave and, you know, for all we know, Dave might've been a really nice guy, but at the same time, you know, what, why go to those lengths? Because surely she was somewhat aware that. She, all of the things she was doing eventually it was going to blow up in her face and eventually she was going to get caught and eventually you know the all of this was just gonna you know go completely tits up on her um but she still obviously plowed through and she still <laughs> willingly signed over her you know information and and digital footprint and all of that stuff so maybe there was an element of um an element of Oh, I can get away with this. 
you know, oh, it's fine. I've scheduled the messages. I've deleted them off the phone. It's fine. They're not gonna. They're not gonna find it. Like maybe there was an element of smugness that she could get away with it. But yeah. even if she did, was what, what that? Do you gain? What, yeah. What's the end point? What, what the was goal? that? What was that going to increase the likelihood that Dave was going to be like, you know, I want something serious with you? Mm. You know, what if after all of this, Dave still went, uh, I don't want anything serious. What would she do then? <laughs> like, what was what's the next step? Yeah, I mean, it feels like it would have gone towards a, well, if I can't have him, no one will. Yeah. Type yeah. scenario. But even then, you know, that doesn't achieve whatever it is that you're trying to achieve either. You know, like I said, you know, like I said towards the end, um, then I couldn't find anything that said that Liz had, you know, disorders, whether that was narcissistic personality, whether that was, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, something else. But I, I can't be like, I can't, you know, read all of this stuff that she did and, and hear about it from, you know, true crime guys and be like, there is absolutely nothing wrong with her. There must be something. No. No, I think there's definitely some sort of underlying something. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, it's not for us to to diagnose anyone, but no. I don't think a rational typical, <laughs> you know, rational, mentally healthy person yeah. would yeah. make the decisions that she'd made. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um but that was our case for this week um I, i'm very excited that i got to talk about it it's it's been i outlined it a little while back and i've been sitting on it being like god i can't wait to discuss this one amy would you like to see us out for this week i'd absolutely love to um thank you so much for listening hopefully you enjoyed that as much as i did because honestly i i cannot explain how happy i was when i finally got something right I'm usually <laughs> so wrong about these things. I very rarely, you know, come to the right conclusion about these things. Um, previous episodes notwithstanding. Um, but this one, I got bang on the money. And that is yeah. an achievement I'm taking home with me today. Yeah. Um, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Please do support us in any way that you want to and that you can. Um if that's financially, if you're feeling a bit flush and you're feeling a bit generous, then head over to our Buy Me A Coffee link. Please provide us with caffeine because clearly this Red Bull is not big enough. Um, and <laughs> send us a coffee. Um, or you can head over to the merch store and buy yourself a little something, a little horror house something. Um, get something with the logo on it. Me and Dom have got it permanently etched on our skin. The very least you could do is wear it on your clothing. Don't swear at the camera, Dom. I'm not getting my neck out, but trust me, we do. Um, <laughs> so yeah, go and have a little look at the merch. If you're not feeling that flush, if you're not feeling that generous, and if you're not feeling that, you know, money abundant, what a yeah. weird way of putting well, it, Amy. That. Um, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Give us a follow on Instagram, subscribe on the YouTube channel, uh, leave us a comment, leave us a like, say some nice things. Or some not so nice things, apparently. That's a bit of a thing at the moment. Um, whatever you want to say, say it um, in the comments. And until next time, stay spooky. Stay fucking spooky, you bloody beautiful people. <laughs>
got it right, Dom. You did. You did. And now you know, if you're going to stalk someone, don't look at Liz and take inspiration from her because she didn't do it. Yeah, don't, don't, don't do it how Liz did it. What, what do you mean if I'm going to stalk someone? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying anything. Just saying if, if, you, if, you, if you do. If there's some good dick out there and you can't let it go. <laughs> I'm, I'm recording from a VPN as we speak. 